gente, it's your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what it do with your boy Rue, and I'm coming for you. <laughs> and this is Sofrito Speaks. You know when that wait, you know when the um the little TikToks of the machines, the with the machine noises, they're like We are back. Yo. Yum, 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 yum. Hi. Hi, y'all. What is really good, Buenos dias, damas y caballeros. We are back for season number seven. I got that right, right? You're seven? Seven. Oh, but seven. seven. It's been a minute. We got we had to come in here clean, get the cobwebs off of all the equipment. Um, El cuarto estaba dos. You know, it was a little rusty. Had to add some oil into the hinges. Because, um, wait a minute. This. Wait. Oh. I'm going to add the sound. <laughs> but what is really good, mi gente, we took the summer off. Um, I'm hyped to be back. I actually haven't seen Ruben since our little PR trip or whatever. We went to PR. We did. We went on a little vacation juntos. Um, it was a vibe. It was a good time. We, we jumped off. We never debriefed. Yeah, we, we jumped off. We never debriefed that trip. I still remember us just jumping off, off. that. Crash Beach a million times. Yeah. Oh a million God. times. We had way too much fun. A million that. times. I'm thinking, oh, we're almost done. We're going to head out. I need to take a nap. If I want to go out tonight, Ruben's was like, another time. So it was like, I felt like I was following, I was like a little sister following it her It felt like, brother. yeah, when you, you know when the little kids link up, they're like, let's go jump off again. Yes, that's that's we were two little kids in Puerto Rico. It's it was the good. best. Mm-hmm. We swam through the coral reef. This is a long intro. Oh, wait. You know what? You know what? Oui. He was drunk for most of the trip. But anyways, <laughs> so with that being said, mi gente, I'm going to walk us into El Chisme, which is the part of the show where we're going to let you know all the tea, all the ooey-gooey fun stuff, as Ruben would say, um, and let you know, like, what had us fucked up or jodido? Period. The last two months since we've been on hiatus. So, you want to start? I was about to say, does El Chisme have a jingle? It doesn't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this past summer, Yo. let me catch y'all up. So, we went on the PR trip. We had an amazing time. Uh, we did swim the coral reef. We had we met those ladies. like From Barcelona. Barcelona. I know it was just it was, it was a vibe. It was it really a vibe. Was. The, like this is the first time we have been on like a trip together yeah. longer than like a day. Like we've done like New York for yeah. a day and some change, um, but we were like, wow, was when, f- when five, we was like popping days, like days. early, early on in in our um, podcast career, uh, we would take like little business trips to New York because we were hopping on other yeah, people's we projects. Had to, we had to um, we would literally it. leave like five a.m. get there. Do what we had to do, go to the event at night, and then the next morning, we were only Come there for back. 24 hours. We That's when hotel back. prices were like 97, 125. Because he works for one, so he got a discount. Period. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, this was our first trip together, and he invited his best friend. And I'm going to keep it a buck. Ruben was like, is it just me and you, or can I invite? I was like, yeah, like, sure, whatever. <laughs> um, which, like, no, no bullshit, mi gente. This trip made me realize, like, I have an appreciate, like, a, a, a genuine love and appreciation for, like, how Ruben operates as a person. And I don't think you guys understand. We literally practice what we preach on this podcast. Like, it brings me back to respect my no. And I was talking about this the other day. And you know, the episode that we had where I was like, yo, respect my no. If I say no, it's no. I don't need you to try and convince me. I don't need you to anything. So there were nights where we were going to get ready to go out. And I had the energy at 9 a.m. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're well, we going out tonight. La Placita is lit. No, that was like literally every morning. <laughs> every morning. I'm like, yo, we're going out tonight. I'm hyped. 
And I told yo, Rue, we gotta be back at the house by like six. Let me get in like a three, four hour nap. Cause we're not leaving the house till like close to midnight. So let me get in a nap. We weren't getting back till like seven, eight o'clock at night. So I had like a two hour, two and a half hour nap. But I love that Ruben would walk. He would knock on my door. I don't like wake up from my nap. My alarm would go off. Nina. Yeah, he'd be like, yes or no? No. Okay, have a good night. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> and he would just walk right out. It wasn't like, nah, girl, yeah. get up. Because I would have just been heated. Like, I but but it's heated. also like the the reality is, is like even here, you don't you don't party like that. You're I not don't. out in the scene. You're not. I don't. So it's like I wasn't expecting that. And that's why I was just like, all right, cool. Like, yes or no. I, me, I'm the type of person that I, like. He's going to push through. Yo, that he, eye he, was twitching. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> he will literally be falling asleep and be like, no, we go. I said we're going out, we're going out. And even, yo, I like, there was a few nights that I was just like, I don't know. I don't want to go. But, but, the, I, but the gag is, they would get home dumb late. We were still up. I was bright out of bushy till the next day. He was already up cleaning the cocina. <laughs> he already had breakfast. I run, I run my life on little to no sleep. I know it's, it's horrible, but I get six hours at least. But... I I'm just so used to just like you wanna, you wanna getting up and going, you feel me? getting like, up and going. And plus, we were we were in Puerto Rico. Like I was like, I ain't got no time to sleep, baby. What I gotta do is yo, see my we people, went to connect this, with my people. Wanted, where we, we, we went drove. to Crashville Beach. We Wait, went to. So this is what happened though. So he wants to go to the Rio. Okay, that's Cañones cute. Blanco. We get there, and I guess because of the hurricane, the hurricane fucked it. Mess- it all up so like the water level was super but low. you want to know something i actually just watched this youtuber shout out to lao um she went to cañones blanco and i didn't know i knew it was it was longer than what we saw mm. i didn't know that was just the starting point and that you can hike more down and there'd be like big ponds of clean oh, clear no. water so it was like once we got there and then for me what was the kicker was the guy was like you see the gray clouds you guys can go in this water you see the gray clouds once you feel a drop, get the fuck out the water. Yeah, because it's like, was like the when the, you feel the drop, it's already been raining up there at the top of the mountain, and I guarantee you, it is right behind that drop. And I'm like, all right, we're good, we we're good. But we went but right away to Crashville Beach. Beach. Yeah, had a blast. Listen, we went to a we went to a few beaches, a few beaches that I've never been to before either. We went to the one in San Juan. Yes. We went to. We um, did a lot. Yeah. We did a lot in it was a good trip. four or five days. It was, we did it was a lot. jam-packed. But it was, but like in a way where it didn't feel like. Let's I go, was, let's go, let's yeah, go. Yeah, like go. I didn't feel like I was clocking into yeah. my vacation. Like I'm clocking out of work to clock into vacation. Like I genuinely don't like to feel like I need to be doing like all these things all the time. It was like a, I think it was because it was like a 9 a.m. start time. Like it was like when everybody gets up, then the day yeah. starts. It wasn't like, yo, you got to be up at this time. If not, I'm out. Like, because the truth is, while Nina was sleeping in the morning, like sometimes I would take my car. Yeah. I took the, the, the not my car, the rental. I wish it was my car. The rental one of the mornings. And I drove down to the beach and I sat there, smoked my little cigarette, had my little coffee and was just like. And that's what he needed. And I was. This thinking, is what I needed at six in the morning. That's it. And like, but, but it worked. By the time he got back, he got his alone time. He was able to, you mm-hmm. know, zen. And I was able to sleep, got up, got dressed, and then we were out the door. All right, where are we going today? Luquillo was lit. Um, that was probably my favorite spot. Yeah. Because um, them drinks, baby, them drinks. Um, Can I tell you that we were we were swimming in the coral reef drunk? Yeah. Oh, a 
thousand percent. But of course, with this like braveness. The, yo, when I tell the bone, yo, Nat Geo hit us up. Yo, fast. jumping <laughs> off the coral reef into deep, deep, like yo, thirty like, foot, forty. Swimming down. How, can we touch the bottom? Like nothing's gonna <laughs> yes, pop we up. Did do that. Like nothing's gonna jump out at us. Like there wasn't a shark yo, around the corner. Like yo, yeah, yo, pull up. Yeah, pull up, Bruce. Pull up. You know what I mean. Um, and I was, and I love the ocean. If you see my Instagram oh my story, you know I love the love ocean. The but ocean. I was not scared. I just was like, I'm at peace. And then I found out after that there's sea urchins there. And that, uh, did, yeah, when we went on the boat. And they were like, so, if you see, oh, we, oh, we went yo, scuba we diving. We did a lot. Wow. We went scuba so, diving. Listen, Ca- he was on a boat or whatever. It was lit. That we got. Out. What was it? It was like it wasn't expensive. It was, like, was like one twenty five yeah, a person. Yeah, he was like, "Do you want to do this?" And I was like, yeah, "It was an excursion, yes. yeah." And then that was the one time we were like, "Oh, we're doing an excursion. We don't want to drive. Whatever. We just drove to the spot, parked the car, jumped." Airbnb out. experience. I'll put the link in the bio. Yes, it was. Yo, it was such a good time. Um, however. Yeah, no. We Remember did. when we drove off and um, the people were at the restaurant and I was like, look at the poor people. <laughs> I can't stand it. Um, it was like, yo, we got on the boat. It was like, how many, how many heads? Like 25? Yeah, it was a, it was like a big group. 25 heads or whatever. We're like at the front of the boat. Yo, chit, big chit. The only thing was, that um, like. Farajado, right? That we. Uh, well, that's I where we left from. Yeah, yeah. we, left, we from, left from there. Yeah. To ca- Cayocos Island, I think is yeah, what it's called. Yeah, so it's like a little island off off of it or whatever. And we get there. Yo, music was fire. They were making drinks. They had like little sandwiches, like snacks for us. But I was still starving. We get there and they gave us all of our gear. And they were like, all right. Yeah. Ruben didn't wait a second. Yeah, I was the first one off. I was the first one off, wasn't I? To go yes, scuba? They, the way the ocean calls Moana, Puerto Rico <laughs> waters was calling Ruben. I don't think y'all I was understand. like swimming next to fish that I was like, I don't even Yo. care if you kill me. I want to touch you. Yo, literally, like, and they were just like, don't touch the sea urchins. And I, like, I swam. You, you really couldn't go deep enough because we didn't have like full scuba gear. It was just like yeah. the little goggles, the thing. So you had to stay where you could. But breathe. I loved that because I, I've never used the like air tube. Oh, we were just like little guppies. Yeah, and like the, the, what is it called? The stuff that goes the on your flippers, feet. Yeah, flippers. that makes you go super fast. And I was just Yo. like scanning the ocean floor, like, come on, give me something, give me some. I saw Look. a really cute fish. Man, it was, it was a, a vibe. Time. It was a vibe. It was, it was a, vibe. a vibe. And but we got well, as we were getting there, we were like, damn. Is it too late to cancel? Because we were so Yo, exhausted. Yo, it's true. We chose that for the last day, too. Yeah. We, we were like, why would we do this for the last day? And we were like, oh, because that was the only like opening they had left. That's why we chose it. But once we did it, we were like, oh, we almost canceled. We right, stupid. right. The only thing I didn't like is that I actually followed the rules and didn't bring a bottle in my backpack, forgetting that I'm in, I'm in Puerto Rico and they don't check that shit. So because the other groups, that's, what the, that's they why they were so turned. They had bottles yeah. in their backpacks. And I was like... Fuck my life. Because you know I love good drank, drank, baby. You know what but other than that, the rest of the summer, I came back. Um, immediate depression. <laughs> no, I mean, I had a really, I've, I've had a really good summer. I got to do a little bit here, a little bit there. I went to kind of be Lake Park. First time in a very long time. I think. I saw that. In saw like, that. first time in like 17 years that I've yeah, been to kind of be Lake Park. Um, I went to New York for Pride, and New York for Pride wore me the fuck out like a rag doll. Like, I listen when I tell you that I had to find it in my soul because yet again, and this has been a reoccurring theme in my in my summer, and I think it's why I'm socially drained from like a lot of people. Is like I feel like in my circles, I'm constantly the leader. 
Yeah, we've talked about this. And it's like, no matter where I go, I'm the one that people look to like, well, what, what do you want to do? What should we do? And I'm just like, so you didn't have a plan. Because when I go somewhere, I, I'm going to have a plan. Because in the event that you have a plan and it sucks, which most likely it does, I'm going to go with my plan. And this is why his friends don't plan <laughs> shit. This is why they don't plan But it would be nice if people like, and not only that, when you plan something, like think about everything all the way through. Don't just tell me we're going somewhere, not explaining how we're going to get there, how long it's going to take, how much we have is going to be to get. Like when, when you plan something, you, you, you have those details for people. Like, so I don't know. We went to New York. It wore me out. Um, did a lot of walking, did a lot of um, pride partying, which, you know, I'm not that crazy about pride. I went to the parade and I got there and I was like, so do you guys want to leave? Because I was like, what is this? What is going on right here? Um, and so we left because I had the plan. <laughs> and yeah. As they were at the parade, we were making the plan. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is way too many people for me. All right, so and two blocks down from here, there's a restaurant. Yep. And it's happy hour. So if we go now, yeah, we can get a pretty picture much, for pretty $10. Much. Let's go. Pretty much. <laughs> um, but Pride in, in um, Hell's Kitchen, Wow. I mean, yeah. I saw some characters that I was just like, baby, I thought I was gay, honey. Ooh, honey. <laughs> um, other than that, I got to um, do a few interviews with Heavy Rotation, my new little interview feature. And um, I started. That's so fun. Like, if you're not following that, make sure you are. It's That's just, so you fun. know, a little sun side gig so I don't lose my touch or whatever. But. Um, a heavy rotation playlist on Spotify for people who like to listen to new music. It's my own little spin on it. And now I'm into the YouTube game and I've just been studying YouTube videos. I did a YouTube review. Um, and I'm going to continue doing a little bit more of that. I got a little camera that was gifted to me. So I'm going to be vlogging and just like I have a lot of clips right now. Um, but other than that, I've just been trying to stay busy. What about you? Let's see, since we got back from Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, que bonita bandera, que bonita bandera, que, <laughs> yo, one thing we're going to do is break out in the song, um, I'm trying to think, uh, work was chill, I'm going to hold you, I've been, I've been, um, battling a race at the moment, um, oh wow, that's still going on, that I actually had to give a break to, so, I got, for my for my own sanity, I had to give it a break. I had to give the fight a break because I don't feel like I need to go this hard to prove my worth when I've already done that. Right. Like now, now I feel like you're trying to get me to jump through hoops, and maybe this ain't a circus. <laughs> I am not an act. <laughs> I'm a person with bills that need to be paid. Um, and so I find out that everybody got a raise, right? Except and it essentially no 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 I got it okay essentially I think um, maybe earlier in this um, in season six when I talked about you know uh, <clears throat> returning to a job uh, before I took the uh, the offer they had lowballed me they only gave me when I left I was making a, when I left I was making a certain amount and then when I came back they only like gave me five hundred dollars more than what I was making when I left. Now, granted, it'd be one thing if I was, like, demoted when I left. No, I stayed in a managerial position, so I only gained more knowledge. So I'm only more profitable. Like, what are we talking about? They lowballed me, whatever, by the grace of God. I said, you know what? I don't like this current situation I'm in right now. I already know this job. I can jump right in. It's more than I'm already making. It's a no-brainer. This is what we're doing. Said I was going to keep my mouth shut for my little 90 days. 
do what I gotta do. Let the number speak for itself. Not me speak for me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let my work speak for itself. And numbers went up, revenue goes up, um, and I'm like, okay, I have I have a leg to stand on. I can now present this information, and I can show you, yo, these numbers since I've been back, these numbers have gone up. We need to talk another. We need to talk money. To which my supervisor had said, she went beyond what I was even initially like planning on. I said one number, she said, she went above that. And I said, oh, bet, we meet in the middle, if anything. I don't hear anything for a month and a half. I bring it back up. I get, oh, so-and-so from this department didn't reach out to you? No. Man, we both hire people. We both know what it is to give pay increases. I would have to sign something because it would be a new offer letter. Mm-hmm. I didn't sign anything. Mm-hmm. Did you draw something up that I didn't sign? No. Okay, then who, who did I talk to? Like, do, like, can we not pass the blame off and just be like, yo, I fumbled your bag. I fumbled your bag. That's what I need you to say. I fumbled your bag. Um, says that she's going to get back to me. Okay. Now I'm pressing her. A week goes by. Hey, just want to circle back <laughs> to this initial conversation. Lo and behold... This person's out of the office. They're on vacation. This person's on vacation. So now, now I'm win, playing the waiting game for real, for real. Okay, mean We get on a call with our CEO, whatever. He's like, oh, after three years of research, three years of research, we are gonna bump everyone up to market value after researching like these are like positions. Directors are gonna be going up. It's not really an increase for me. It's what I should have been making when I got into this place. When I talked to you back in March after my 90-day probation period, that was when I should have made that money. This little raise that you've given us now should be on top of what already went into, like, into effect six, seven months ago. You, you feel me? Then I find out, okay, I'm like, so all the directors are going to be making the same. How am I making the same as somebody with no managerial experience. When I tell you I blew, I almost had aneurysm. I almost had aneurysm. <laughs> I almost had, how are you gonna tell me that my department brings in X amount of revenue, so therefore it carries the most weight? I'm doing this by myself. And un chamaquito that comes off the street and gets a director title is gonna make the same money I'm making? Yo, make that make sense, yo. Make that make sense. And then it, it, it irked me because they're promoting people within, and I'm gonna be making the same as them, but they don't have the experience that I have. Yo, man. And then on top of that, so I said, hold up. You said y'all been conducting this research for three years. I was rehired in October, which means the research had already taken place. <laughs> okay, follow along, people. The research already took place. And you want to be a more equitable, you want to be a career of choice. And you thought that this number that you gave me originally was sufficient enough and then thought that in seven, eight, nine months, you were going to say, hey, guys, we're going to bump you up. You already had this information in your hand because these are the things, these are the goals that you want to hit. And you decided to drop the ball when it came to my onboarding because of whatever preconceived notions or animosity you feel towards me. Okay, luckily for y'all, I operate in a different light. <laughs> and then I don't have the same energy that I had four or five years ago when I right. left. So I humbled myself. 
But now I'm like, but I'm not a pendeja either. So we're going to talk, but I needed to settle because like, I'm, it's getting a rise out of me. It's giving you heartburn. It's get, you feel me? Like it's, it's pissing <laughs> me off because I can't even sit in a room with my peers and look at these people and know that they don't do half the work that I do. And I'm sitting there like, There's, how are we clearing the same check? That bothers me. And then <clears throat> I'm the only person of color. <laughs> oh. We love that. We love that. At my level. I'm one of the only people of color. There's two of us at my level. And I'm the one that's getting lowballed. Okay, cool. But tell me how you don't have feelings towards me. Then I find out on topic of conversation in administration. Why? Because Nina doesn't do anything outside of her job description. What are you talking about? Because I don't want to go play cornhole with you guys after work. <laughs> if you want me to show you want me to show up to something after work, guess what I'm doing? I'm, to me, I'm still clocked in. I'm leaving work two hours early, and I will be at this set event. I'm so, like, you're not getting me past my time. No, because you're, like, it's not even worth it. Like, it's not. Like, we I are just, not friends. We're not friends. I promise you we're not. We are not friends. Um, if it's a, a, an organizational thing, I get bullied into going to these things. No, I don't feel like I need to be there. Yeah, but no, like, you, probably, you have to go because, you know, the perception is this. cared about what people thought about me i know i never have this is and this is a, a big thing why a lot of jobs are not able to withhold employees anymore because it's They're like not. you are requiring so much that is not needed like what is this it, and you know what it is what it really is is that a lot of y'all motherfuckers don't have no friends so when you go to a job you think that those are your friends maybe we're not friends okay we work together. We clock in in this shit. My friends don't clock in and clock out. My friends are there all the time. Mm -hmm. You not that. <laughs> you just not that. So that's the thing. That was the thing. That's the thing I was battling this summer, and I kind of had to let it had to let it rest. Um, what else? Nina what got else? baptized. I got baptized. I did. I got baptized. I took the plunge. You know, I got dunked. <clears throat> um, and it's been a battle ever since. It's been a battle ever since. <laughs> I thought that I had, like, a grace period. I thought that, like, it was going to be, like, I'll go cute, I'll go light, you know, like, I'm going to get some time to adjust, you know, to this to, to this next level of my faith. No. The devil said, yeah? Okay. Bing, bing, bing. I've been taking hits left and right, and I'm like, I'm going to eat that. I'm going to eat that. Y'all remember that episode of Martin where he got beat up and he was like, oh, that's what I look like in the spirit right now. <laughs> like, God damn it. Ooh. I'm struggling. Um, but, we, but we survived. We survived. By the grace of God, we surviving. Um, that was an experience. That was that was really dope. Um, what else? Oh, I don't If it's the summertime, people start to circle back and they resurface. When did we end? We ended before we We ended in May. In, yeah. Well, actually, we ended... In April, and then we just did Sofrito revisits. That's right, so. guys. I went to whole Europe. I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't. That's yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So for my 30th, I always said. Uh, so when I turned 25, I was like, Yo, I want to go to Europe for my 30th. I want to go to Europe for my 30th. I don't care if I'm going with a group. I don't care if I go by myself. At this point, I'll go by myself. That's exactly what your girl did. I went by myself, um, and I made friends. I made friends. Um, it was a good time. Um, I went to London, Paris, and Barcelona. Paris was just like in the way of me getting to Barcelona. Mm. Barcelona was the goal. Mm. London was, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I still don't understand. If we got any of you UK watchers. Um, 
How did y'all pillage the world for the world's spices? And y'all didn't use not one in any of your meals. Fish and chips is not it. Fried cod and papitas, fries, is not it. For everything, that's what it is. Dime. I don't understand. I don't understand. I was over here dousing things and ketchup. I don't even use ketchup when I'm here. What? Um, yeah, the food wasn't like up. I ate, but the food wasn't up. Uh, get to Paris. Um, I never had like aspirations or like dreams to be in Paris. Uh, it's ghetto, um, but it was giving Parisian New York City. Like, it, and there's a lot of blasphemy happening about Paris because they call it uh, Paris Syndrome or something like that. Like, you play it up in your mind, like Paris is this beautiful city, whatever, whatever. And it's like, okay, if you have money, then Paris is that. Comment down below if you've ever been to Hollywood, California, because this is exactly what Hollywood, California is. Mm. I was expecting the most luxurious if, girl. No, of, like, you, you know how much we love Adrienne Houghton. We love her. She loved Paris. Her lens? <laughs> her Paris is not your Paris. You feel me? Like, your favorite celebrity's Par like Paris is not your Paris. Unless you got Paris funds. You feel me? So, you know, just a casual walk. And when I travel, I just like to walk around. I'm not like, I don't go to, like, I'm not doing this museum. Like, I'm just, I'm just not. For me. Paris wasn't it for me. If I never return again, I would be fine. No diss to it. It just wasn't, it didn't do anything for me. Um, I had a good time in London. Paris, baby. We see this club on TikTok and we're like, oh, we're in Paris. Let's go to this club. We go to this club. It's like five, it's five, like oh, five yeah. floors. We're thinking each floor had a different, um, it was the same music each floor. Genre. We're thinking it had a different genre. Yo, it's literally like a square with a, a hole cut out in the middle. And it's the same music going up. That's it. You just going. It was just quicker. If I, I was on the first floor and I wanted a drink and it was too packed, I just went up to the second floor. I was a little packed on the second floor. Baby, I'm going to the third floor. Like, that's just what was happening. Wow. And I go get my little drink and I'll, and I'll just like look over the balcony, vibe out, vibe out, and go downstairs. I almost get into a fight with a Frenchman. Y'all seen the movie Taken? You know the premise of the movie Taken. I cannot, yo mi gente, I cannot make this up. Yo, God is my witness. We get to this club, whatever. I am a very, I become like mama bear, big sister type when I'm out with other people. Made friends, whatever. My roommate is dope. Shout out to my roommate. Um, we made two more friends. Cool. We had a nice little four group of people. That That's who we was leaving with. That's what we was going back to the crib with. Like, that's how it worked for us. And it just, like, naturally, organically happened that way. We're actually really good friends post the trip. I've visited them since. I'm going to be seeing them again soon. Um, so we get there. We're having a good time. We make our little circle because we, like, not really. We don't speak the language. So we're not really vibing with the French people because we don't speak the language, which is totally fine. I'm sure, like, yeah, people who travel deal with mm -hmm, that all the time, mm -hmm. tourists. We just vibing. Yeah, we have a little drink voucher. So it was kind of cool, though. Like, with the your $20 that you paid to get in, or 20 euros you paid to get in, you got a drink voucher. And I'm like, okay, cool. I technically still paid for this drink, but right, whatever. Right, right. Um, go in, whatever, get my drink. Cool. We're having a good time. I, as we're vibing, um, it's, um, if you want me to stay. Mm, I was hype. I was like, what? So I'm dumb hype. Now we, like, vibing out. My friends are recording me. We're having a good time. 
I feel someone come is on me. And I was like, hold up. If these three mofos are in front of me that I came with, who's behind me? Like, who's on me? So I turn and I look. Un bajo de mierda that they came out of this man's mouth. This random guy. And I was like, oh. So I just, like, pushed him off me. And he was, like, grabbing me tighter. And I was like, no. Like, I stiff-armed him and got him off me. And he was like, hey, hey, hey. And then, like, four dudes. Yo, when I tell you from the depths of hell came out of nowhere into, like, our group and, like, infiltrated, we were like, nah, nah, nah. Like, we were like, absolutely not. So we, like, tightened our circle. Another group that we were cool with shows up to the club after. So we're all hanging out. We make a little bigger circle. So there's, like, eight of us now. We make a bigger circle. We're just hang- It's just us. If you wanted to dance, you was going to go right in the circle, and we was going to keep you safe. You good. This man tries to go to the next girl. And then I start, I, I realize my fun stops because now I'm on high alert. So I'm like, all right, so I'm so like, I'm now you, this is me. I live right here. We ain't doing nothing extra after that because I'm like, nope, I gotta You're watch. You're on surveillance. This guy. Now I'm on surveillance. I'm on, I'm on watch. I'm watching this man go to the drunkest women. Oh. And he's like mad, like hugging the mad tight. Like he's, they're playing it off. Like it's like a, it's a party. Hey, We're friends, yeah. We cool, we cool. And there's one girl, like I saw her face, like she looked like, yo, help me. And I was like, sis, I don't speak the language. Yikes. So what I did, I just went over and I grabbed her by her arm and I just like wiggled my way through. And I was like, oh, like, come dance with us. I don't know if she knew what I was saying, but I took her to our group and then the whole group, without even speaking it to the group, we were all so in sync, they knew exactly what I just did. I love did. that. So then we were all just like dancing with her, whatever. That happened to me in Boston. Got her away. So then we were like, all right, cool. We want to go get another drink. We go walk upstairs. I'm on high alert. I'm like, oh, my drink limit was three. We're done. And now I'm just watching everything happen. So we're, on, we're at um, second level. We're looking down. We're watching these guys grab women. Oh and me and this one girl I was with, we looked at each other and I was like, we gonna get her? And they were like, yeah. So we go downstairs. We go up to this girl. We're like, yo, are you okay? Like, do you know him? Like, y'all, like, mind you, again, we don't speak French. I only speak Spanish and English. So, like, it's not gonna get me far in Paris. Um, and the girl was like, no. So the guy, so the guy's getting tight because he, now he's realizing this is the second time we've interrupted him. Now he's realizing, oh, they're on to us. Cool. So he starts acting up. He starts going off. I don't know. He was probably cussing me out. He, I could see it in his face. He started, he's going, ah, like yelling at me, whatever. One of my boys steps in and he like pushed me to the side. And I was like, I got this. Back up. <laughs> um, and he's going back and forth. Now this dude, this guy's boy steps in front of him. And he's like, no, no, no. And I was like, nah. And I, yo, I'm going off. I'm like, F this, F that, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm wilding out. And then he makes a gesture like he was going to hit me. So oh. I got hype. I said, yeah. So I said, yo. You don't know you lived. Yo, he, I was, literally was like this. I was like, do it. Do it. Do it. And I'm like like hitting myself. Like, do it. Damn, and, Nina. Yo, I, yeah, I was doing the most. Um, not looking back. Uh, that probably wasn't the safest thing. Um, she said, uh-oh. <laughs> but anyways. So I was like, whatever. So like, we're going at it. And then he tries to lunge at me. And then like, I'm about to lunge at him. So then they're like, they both take us apart. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. Go get security. One of the girls I was with, she goes and talks to security, tells security what's happening. We get this man kicked out. We forgot he had goons with him. So he leaves. And I said, hold up. I still see his boys. He, oh, he's the only one that got kicked out. So I tell the group, I was like, yo, his boys are still here. I, we need to be careful now. Because if we leave here... We're not from here. So we just have to be on high alert. I stopped drinking altogether. We're done for the night. 
mind you, it was only like 1 a.m. This club was open till 4. <laughs> I got my 20 euros worth for sure. Um, we had a good time after that, but these, and then we actually ended up, um, there was another drunk girl. Her name was Leo. And she understood English, but she didn't speak it very well. And they cornered her at a bar. Like, they literally, the, the guys that were left cornered her at a bar. She was, yo, she was wasted. She was wasted. So we walked over to her, and we were like, are you okay? And she was like, no. So I grabbed her. Um, the other girl was with We both grabbed her. She comes with us to the group. She stayed with us the rest of the night. We got her her Uber. We put her in her Uber. We made, like, we were like, all right, have a good night, whatever. Um, but it was like... Yo, and I was just like, yo, this really happens, yeah. fam. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends got roofied in Barcelona. Oh, wow. The one time they didn't go out with us, he went, like, he went out with a different group. He got roofied. Um, he got roofied? Mm hmm. Oh, wow. And was, it a, was he at yeah. a. Okay. No, I don't think he was at, he, I don't think he was oh, at a gay okay. club. He was just at a club. Was, oh, wow. Um, but I was upset because he, like went, kind of he went with the group. Just shut up. <laughs> he went with a group that he like. We partied together on the trip, but we were always with our. We were like our little our little quad. Yeah. He. We were all tired. We stand, We hang back. He goes. We're going to the Sagrada Familia. I'm living my cheetah girl fantasy, um, and I'm like, yo, so and so was supposed to be on this trip. Where is he? Um, and they oh were like, God, oh, yo, he yeah. was like super drunk last night. And I was like, that doesn't even sound like right. him. He hasn't been drunk the entire time we've been together. That doesn't sound. I automatically knew something was wrong. And they were like, oh, nah, like he got wasted. I was like, no, no, no. I'm telling you. Wow. He has not been that messed up. He hasn't been messed up at all when he parties with us. So why now? Like about? why all of a sudden? You feel me? So like I knew. So then yeah. I pulled my roommates. And I was like, yo, come here real quick. I was like, yo, did you know this? Um, Ivan, like was messed up last night um and she was like no what the hell like he hasn't been messed up the whole trip and i said thank you that's what i said then we get a text in the group chat immediately after we put two and two together and he was like yo i think i got ruby last night and we're all like in this little gift shop like wow. and we're all like yo what he's and then like we meet up with him after and he tells us he was like yo like i remember being here and that was it like that was the last thing he remembered um, luckily he had half a mind to call one of his friends back home. Um, so they were on the phone with him the whole time or whatever. Thank God nothing, um, happened to him, but it was just the fact that like, you really got to be careful who you go yeah. out with. Like you go, you can't party with everybody. Yeah. You, you, you really I can't mean, party with everybody. And even if you do, like, you really have to watch your drink. Like I'm mm -hmm. super, when I go out even here, like I remember back in February, I went to like a Vogue night in Boston and there was a girl that. There was these like three or four guys, and they were they were not American, mm. and they were up in there like, and you can tell because it was an all black crowd, baby. Yeah, it was a Vogue night. It was all Vogers, all black, all gay, and there was these four straight guys. I mean, four straight guys, and they were cornering this girl at the bar, and I was ordering a drink, and I was watching this go down, and I'm like, okay, and then I immediately I was drunk, and I'm like, I'm a, I'm gonna intercept because they're not gonna do nothing to me. So I went up to her, and I'm like, hey, girl. And I gave her a hug. And when I gave her a hug, I whispered in her ear. And I was like, yo, you okay? You know these people? And, she's, and she said in my ear, she's like, no, I don't know them. And I'm like, okay, follow my direction. So I'm like, how you been? I haven't seen you in such a long time. Oh, my God. And the guys were like, yo, we're, we were talking to her. And I'm like, she's talking to me now. I'm her friend. You're not her friend. <laughs> I love that. I and love then, that. like, I called security. And I was like, 
because they started getting loud with me. And I just, I, I just stood there. I had a video. I have a video on one of my drives. Um, I just stood there with my phone, and I'm like, "So who's your friend? You know this guy?" I was, and they kicked him out. But this does happen all the time. When you go out to these clubs, you need to be very, vigilant, very like, vigilant of what's going on. I tell my friends all the time, when you put your drinks down... Kiss that drink goodbye. No, put your drink... You, like, I'll put my drink down, but I'm here with my drink. It is just here, but I'm dancing. I'm facing my drink. Like, yeah. Yeah, anybody <laughs> walking... Yeah, anybody drink, walking like. by my drink, I'm just like... And I get, like, my friends are like, you need to... Con-. I'm like, honey, no. Like, you know that they make... So if it's a, a, cu- if it's a, a condom, a yeah, cup condom, it's a cup condom. So a couple of the girls who were on the trip with had those. And I was like, yo, I need that. But yeah. then I'm like, Nina, you don't be out like that anyway. So it's still up. such a good. But it, if it's a beer, my hand hold is, your drink like this or like this. So that's this why, is how I hold well, my that's drink. That's why my boy was confused because that's how he was holding his drink. But, but this is the, this is the, the thing gag, they can, the they gag, can. The bartender yes, could be in yes, yes. with whoever's floating around. Yes. This, yo, when I tell you everywhere we went, our hands were on our drinks like this. And yes. when I, my drink was like this. Yep. If you want me to stay. My drink if was the my drink, microphone. And, and, and you got to just like learn little things. Like if it fuzzes, if you see fit, like there's just certain cues that you're just like, I'll yeah. taste a drink. And I'm like, honey, I know my Patron. You can mix it with whatever, but she will know her patrol. <laughs> and I'm like, Take it back. I go to my same bartender in Boston. Like, I don't, I don't play those games. I don't Take play those games. I've, um, no. So that happened. Uh, Barcelona was lit. I had a really good time in Barcelona. Um, so let's get into let's get into the the other tea. Um, so I I don't think I've I've spoke to you about this person off off camera during the catch up. Um, so I had some like somebody had resurfaced. Um, and cause you know how they love to resurface. Like, oh, she's about to forget about me. Let me, how you doing? Hey. And so this person resurfaces. Cool. We start chit chatting. Now in the back of my mind, I'll be lying to y'all if I would, didn't, if I said that I wasn't like hopeful, I was, um, and we know chit chatting, whatever, what have you. And, um, something was off. Something was off. And at one point, he had said something like, oh, yo, can you text me before you call me? I looked at him. I said, since when did I have to text you before I called you? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> what's her name? Who is she to you? <laughs> yeah. Who is she but to I'm like, you? What, like, what's her name? Because, like, I promise you, I, my, my whole cadence, everything, the, he's not, okay. So I was like, I literally looked at this man. I was on FaceTime and I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I've never had to do that before. I'm not about to start. What are you hiding? He starts laughing, whatever. I'm like, cool, left it at that. He uh, calls me on my birthday. So he said, of course, it's birthday, birthday season. So we're chit-chatting, whatever, whatever. And he was telling me that he was going to be going on a trip for his birthday. And I was like, oh, cool, like, where are you going? Blah, blah, blah. Because he's, like, not a big traveler. And said he was, like, going wherever. And I was like, oh, you going with the boys? Or you going, you going on a vacation? I don't know what possessed me to say that. <laughs> I guess my gut was telling me something. I was like, oh, you're going on vacation? He was like, you stupid. Stop being funny. And I was like, no, I'm be- being dead serious. You're going with your boy? You're going on vacation. What's up? Who is she? Like, and I kept, like, pressing it, and he, like, kept dubbing it. I'm like, cool. That's another pass. We're going back and forth. We're going back and forth. Um, he starts bringing up, like, the past. Like, we, whatever, have history. And we're, like, laughing about it, reminiscing on it, whatever. Then I realize, oh, he's, like, heavily flirting with me. So in my mind, I'm like, you've never, you, when we were together, oh, I, oh, I was an idiot. You didn't ever give me, like, F-boy vibes or whatever. So, like, I'm just thinking, like, oh, he's being, like, whatever. So, why are you bringing up past things and talking about things or whatever? 
if you got a girl. So I'm like, I'm not, again, not putting two and two. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, there's no way. Because you weren't like that with me. Because you're, you're a homebody. Like, you don't do this. You don't do, like, I know you. I don't know if he stepped into his F-boy season. Um, and he thinks he's going to try and play me, baby. I'm not the one or the two. So, okay, we're going back and forth, whatever. I'm, I'm not going to hold you. I'm being a little freca. Cool. And so with that, <laughs> um, this was post me being dunked. Okay. Um, but anyways, so whatever. And at one point he had told me that he was doing something. And I was like, okay, cool. So I go out and take a nap. In my, in my nap, I have a dream. Mm. <laughs> and I've never been that girl. I've never been that girl. Like, oh, I dreamt that you was being out here. Ever, ever. This is the first time it's ever happened. And I wake up and I got really sad. And I was like, ew, why do I, ew, like I feel gross. Like, why do I feel so gross? And I've never been a snooper. I've never been like, I did it one time and that was the only time that I needed to do it. Granted, I'm still in, I'm still overseas. I'm in uh, Barcelona at this point. And I'm in my, my hotel room. And I was like, no, check his, check his account. Check, check, his, check his IG. What? Cool. Check the IG. And I'm like, hold up. He had a story before I went to bed. Now, I don't be watching his stories. I just see the little, the little red ring around it. And I was like, he had a story like today. Where'd it go? Switch accounts. Check to see if he has a story now. I switch the account. I can't see that he has a story. I switch accounts. <laughs> I see that he has a story. So I'm like, oh, oh he blocked wow. me from his story. Okay, we're being childish. So I said, hold on. No, we're not. He, there's something that he reposted he doesn't want you to see. Watch the story. He reposted what his shorty posted of the two of them with her family. So I said, oh. Okay, I was, okay, my intuition was right. Awesome. Stop talking to him completely. Because one thing, you, you're not about to make me a side bitch. Maybe you're not. I am main character energy. We're not doing this. In my big old age, we're not doing this. Uh, so I, whatever, let a couple months pass. Uh, I had sent him a birthday card, whatever, like, you know, happy whatever birthday, blah, 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 blah. I never hear anything back. And I'm like, that's weird. Mm. That's suspicious. That's, that's suspicious. Like, not even like a thank you, nothing. A month goes by. Now we're in July. I'm driving back from Ohio. I just visited my, my friends from Europe. Um, and... So, to be clear, when I say my friends from Europe, I met these people in Europe. They're very much American and live here. Um, so, I say, like, oh, my friends are from Europe. I met them there mm. on that trip. Um, so, we go. One flew up from Georgia. I, I drove to Ohio to go meet up. This is our central location. We go meet up, whatever. I'm driving back. I get a text from this person. And I'm driving, and I'm like, what the heck? So, I open it, and he sends me a picture of the birthday card. And I was like, oh, cool. And I'm sitting there like, you did not just get this card. Like, right. You didn't just, two months. I know post-COVID things been a little slow. <laughs> but ain't no way our mail system is that slow. Like, there's no way. You're not that far from me. So, okay. So I hit him back. I said, there's no way you're just getting that now. Oh, you know, I don't really open my mail because it's mostly like, give, gives me a BS excuse or whatever. And I, what, I'm like, so you're sitting in your car. Holding your mail. You didn't check your mailbox for two months? Or you wanted to open the card in your car without anyone around? Like, like, I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. Like, you just checked your mailbox? Like, none of your roommates checked the mailbox? Like, nobody just left? What? Anyways, 
And not only that, it was in a bright orange envelope. What? Like, you thought that that was Capital One was sending you a credit card? <laughs> Dime. Anyways. Final notice. <laughs> Eviction Final notice. notice. Or you got a ticket? Dime. So, okay, whatever. So, we're going back and forth. We're chit-chatting. We're chit-chatting. Going back. Whatever. And then he, like, gets, like, super serious. Like, I like I know his cadence. So, I'm like, okay, like, obviously, you don't want to have a conversation. Whatever. So, the conversation goes into the next day because, like, we're taking mad long in between. Um, I was just busy, so I'm like, whatever. I don't, like, I- I'm not jumping to talk to you because, like, I'm, I didn't forget. I don't have amnesia. I remember how I felt two months ago. Like, we're not playing this game. We're going back and forth, back and forth. And I had never actually told him, like, how he makes me feel and, like, how this, this angry this made me or whatever. So I was like, you know what? It's now or never, bitch. Like, we need to say what we need to say, John. Like, we're yeah. getting this all out in the open. So I caught him out on it. And he was like, oh, I just thought that the, the fun had ended. And I was like... No, you just stopped responding to me. So, like, at first, I was like, I low-key baited him. I was like, yeah, no, I just figured you stopped responding, so you just had other things to do. He was like, no, I thought this isn't this. Now he's, like, trying to get me to, like, be back in on my little frecura shit or whatever. So I was like, I'm literally, I'm at work, and I'm laughing. I'm literally looking at my phone, cracking up, because I'm like, yo, baby boy, you're not ready. I'm like, okay. So, and, I, and I, I've seen, like, podcasts with, like, males that are like, yo, the, the long paragraphs, yo, they don't mean anything. Yo, he don't care. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't care. He's, if he's not going to take accountability, he, don't waste mm-hmm. your time. And it wasn't, and then I, re, like, and that played through my head. And I was like, honestly, this isn't even for him. This is for me now. Like, I just, I just need to say what I have to say. And if you read it or not, if you take accountability or not, I'm, I can finally let it go. Because I told you. And I don't have to live with... You know, I shoulda, woulda, coulda, but I didn't. No, but I did. Um, so we're going into the conversation, whatever. And he want to send me a cute, funky little picture in Snapchat. Because, you know, they disappear or whatever. And I say, first of all, if you're going to send me some shit, don't send me mediocre shit. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because what? This is what you got in your camera roll and you just thought you were going to send me a second hand. Baby. You forget that I know you. Like, what are we talking about? So I was like, yeah, nobody asked for all that. I'm all set. Um, he's like, oh, let me rectify the situation. How am I? By sending me a... Boy, bye. Boy, I cannot. Boy, I cannot. Anyways, so I ignore it, whatever. And, like, I'm going back. Like, I just told him, I was like, yo, this is how you make me feel. Like, this, I don't, like, this is whatever. I'm not this person. Called him out, and I was like, you're blocking me from your story to repost things. Don't act like I don't know. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt and not thinking you're a dumbass, but mm, you're, you're a dumbass. You're a dumbass. Like, what are we talking you're about? You're a dumbass. You feel me? Like, you were sm- Come on, my boy. Be you're a dumbass who's doing mass. Yeah, like, the literal <laughs> most. Like, you don't have to lie to me. So then I, when I, when I paint, I set it up, and then when he, like, tried to act stupid then i was like here's the receipts and then that's when his whole cadence changed no it's because well baby it's good it's okay it's okay it's okay right get into it get into it and then by the final by the final message for me i was like yo he didn't acknowledge it there was no i'm sorry no nothing and by the final message i used his girl's name and i said i believe that shorty does she deserves to know that the person that she chose is choosing her back. And I deserve somebody who's not going to treat me like I'm second rate. I'm so much more than that. If you're, if you want to feel like, yeah, that dude, by all means, but it ain't going to be with me. Mm. <laughs> That's it. And he texted me back and I just left it like that. I was all set. He, whatever, watched my story a couple times, did what he did. 
I was like, I, it was such a heavy, it was, so, it was so heavy on me that like, I was emotional because I was like, I can finally let this go. I can breathe now. Um, it was tough. I was like, dad, you're like, I really had like real deep feelings for you. And then him to say like, oh, I like, I wanted to be friends. It was just frustrating because like, I didn't know how to be your friend. And I was like, okay, when were you going to let me in on the conversation where you wanted to be friends? Right. When, because maybe I would have operated in that space. Right. But no, you, I don't talk to my friends about, especially my guy friends. We're not talking about what we doing with, who we, who we doing it with. Like, that's just not what we do. Like, I don't talk to my friends like that. And be, because I've already been with you, there's a different way I have to operate now. I can be friends with you, but we, th- this past that we have, we're not talking about. Right. We're not. Because it's just not going to happen. Like, that's just not what we're doing. Whatever. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, you, and that's why I was like, you don't know how to be a friend. Period. Because I don't, I don't treat my friends like this. I don't come and go when I please. Like, Sometimes I, during the talking stage, that, that like being a friend line gets confusing and sometimes people make decisions and they don't communicate and then they get mad when the other person's not understanding it's like you made that decision with your conscience you didn't make that decision with me so the f boys are f boying this summer as we should cut them (laughs) off you're annoying cut them off (laughs) baby girl you're so much better than that um if somebody would treat you like the queen that you are you you feel me um, what else? Dang, this is gonna be a long El Chisme because like life happened in two months. We just really just catching up. Um, that's really what we're doing with y'all today. We're catching up and then we're gonna jump into a into a topic that's gonna like go into whatever. Um, I'm on the worship team. The worship team is cute. Um, it's a good time. It's it's a learning experience for me. I, I have to really humble myself in the space um, because I, I music or just singing in general is just something that I, I just I gave up on at 17. Like, Okay, cool. Now I just sing for fun. Um, now it's just and like, now there's that discipline. Now that yeah, there's a discipline that has to happen um, and like learning um, three part harmonies and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, without saying too much, um, I'm sure in, the, in, in as the season goes on, I'll say more. Um, but it's 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 been it's it's been a very humbling experience. Um, I realize that I walk in with a lot of humility and just like willing to learn because I don't know. Um, you know, I'm singing with people that are trained and I'm not, um, I'm a trained shower singer and car karaoke is my jam. You feel me? So it's about like understanding I, for me right now, the best way that I can treat it is like, I'm in a game cause I'm an athlete. Um, so if somebody, if I'm being coached by someone and they're giving me feedback, I can't be upset at the feedback. Cause when I was playing ball, whatever, mm. I, I wasn't mad at my coach. I could, yeah. I, I was, but I wasn't going like snap back at them. Cause I'm like, they know more than I do now, so I have to learn from them. So that's that's, and because I'm I'm not playing a sport anymore, I have to treat this like I'm in a game, because that is how that's the terminology that I have that I can use in order to remain humble to learn and not let my ego get in the way and be like, yo, why are you talking to me like that? Like that's crazy. Don't. <laughs> don't but at the same time it's like no there is a way that this has to go and i have to learn that way so that's where we at but i also learned throughout like the summer like people's leadership styles suck yeah well it is but something that my mom told me back in june was like when you spend a lot of time alone and you're able to understand yourself and you also spend a lot of time sitting back observing other people 
it is hard for you to fall under the leadership of other people because you understand what works for you what doesn't work for you so when somebody comes and tries to tell you this is the way we should do it and you're just like this is not going to work because you spend so much time alone that you can understand and you can see it differently and that changed my life like that was like I, we were having a conversation and she was like, you, you have to remember, this. like, you are always alone, Ruben. You, mm. I'm, I'm the type of person that, like, I get up and go. I don't check in. I don't, I'm, I'm going, baby. Yeah. So it's like when I'm met with, you know, I'm on a trip or I'm hanging out with friends and I'm like, I, you know, I'm going to step out. Like, I'm not good at that because I'm just like, I know that I'm going to be good. I got to get up and go. And I don't have time to wait, you know, and patience is what i've been like trying to learn it's like understanding patience behind other people and when i'm with other people unfortunately there are some people who are a little bit more delayed and there are some people who just see the world so differently you know and just being okay with all right if this is how you want to do it then i guess we'll do it like this do i think we can do it better always always but if this is how you want to handle it we'll handle it like this and i can't let, get frustrated over it because I can't control you as much as I would love to. <laughs> Let's wrap this up and head over to our next section, which is Ay bendito. All right, y'all. So welcome back to Ay bendito. This part of the show where we let you know. Um, all of where we kind of give you guys our opinions on latest headlines and gossip and all that good shit that you guys like to tune into. Um, let's start off with Netflix has this new um, docu series, "A Ladies First: A Story of Women in Hip Hop." Can I just say I recommend anyone who is a hip hop fan happy happy birthday to hip hop fifty years. Yes. Um, anybody who it's just they're so young. Hip hop is so. I know young. it's so fresh still, and yes. it's still evolving, and it's so it is so important to our culture. Like a lot of people don't understand how hip hop ties into a lot. You know what I mean? So I think female. You guys know how I feel about female rap. I am not one stand for one person. I love them all. And this goes into a deep dive of all of that. I got a few people that DM me because I reposted it and they were like, but they don't mention Nicki Minaj. Shut up. Watch it. Shut up. Because Nicki Minaj is not the only female rapper. Let's relax. Let's relax. Let's, let's, there was more, there was some before Nicki Minaj. You know what I mean? So, um, definitely tune into that. It's already on Netflix. I started watching it. It's really cool. Mm. Speaking of hip hop and speaking of culture, mm. um, this is um, from the New York Times. DJ Casper, whose hit song, The Cha Cha Slide, <sighs> Made You Dance, dies at 58. He oh, actually he died is. this past week. Yeah. Uh, August 7th? I, August 8th. 8th. Um, he's the one that invented the Cha Cha Slide. Everybody who is well, anyone. You know what I mean? Right, the cha-cha slide brings me back to our family parties oh, when what? we were younger. I remember that was one of my first experiences ever dancing like in dance? life. Yeah, with with um, with Titi Carmen and like your mom was there. Like of every all of us so, were so just be in the, in the mix. yeah. Like we were they would I would see these ladies dance and I was just like I I want to do this. Like and I remember. My grandmother, like, being like, oh, my God, he's getting it. Like, looking, seeing her face, and she's like, oh, my God, he's getting it. And I'm like, yeah, like, I love this. The, the electric slide, the cha-cha. Oh, the electric like, slide is my ish. So when he, you know, 
that song has a lot of remnants for me, and I think I want to send a big rest in peace to him yeah, and uh, nothing but peaceful and a happy transitional period for his family. So, yeah. Mm. Um, moving on, I do want to kind of give a little bit of um, some Lawrence news because I feel like sometimes I lack on that, but I'm getting better with it. So, developer to turn Massachusetts Mill into affordable housing. So, this is pretty cool depending on what your lines of affordability are. But this, I don't know where this mill is. It's going to be called the Van Brody Mill. No, it, it is called the Van Brody Mill, and it's going to be called Trinity Financial. And it's going to have 102 units. I think it's around Arlington Street, and my phone is frozen. <laughs> I've been dealing with that all summer. Mm, that's cute. But it's around Arlington Street. They're building a new mill, affordable housing. So oh, why I wanted on Broadway. To, yeah. yeah still what I like wanted it. to yeah, mention yeah. was, if you can look this up, um, I wish I would have found you the link, but if you can look this up, Try to see if there's a lottery for those of you guys who are trying to get apartments because what they'll do is they'll put you in the lottery and once you get chosen, you'll have the same rent for the history of your time there. It will never go up mm. and it will, it will never go down. It would be the same. So if you move in, and it's usually cheaper because they want to fill them in right away. So that's why they do these lotteries. Yeah. So they'll probably charge you like $500 less than what their asking rate is, which is, which is going to be good. So yeah. start getting into that. Yeah. Um, in other news, so there was... We love this so much. A law passed in Tennessee that is called maternity fraud. And what that essentially means is that if you become pregnant before the father signs the birth certificate, he is to get a paternity test because there are a lot of women who, you know, when we celebrate our sexuality and our freedom to, you know, engage in sexual activity, uh, some of us um, become impregnated and we don't know who the father is. So, in the state of Tennessee, it is now being passed and put into law that before uh, the father signs the birth certificate, they are to have a paternity test. And this is because the amount of people who have been coming forward and taking paternity tests, the children that they have already been raising end up not being theirs. So, now they're trying to mitigate that before it gets into 18 years later, what do you mean I'm not the father? This is my kid. Um... And it's it equals jail time. Is it for is women. this happening that Tennis. frequently? Yeah. Okay. Apparently. Apparently. Um, apparently. Yeah, so Tennessee. Um, <laughs> while I don't agree with much that they do down south, um, I actually kind of agree with this. I I do too. I, I kind think... of agree with this. Um, because that 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 can ruin a man's life. Like thinking. Because yeah. you got you got to think about it. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, but if you raise that kid for X amount of years, that's your kid. That's but not there's, how. But there's there's still a difference. There's still a difference in. Thinking. I'm trying not to get canceled this season. <laughs> and there's still a difference. Like you're raising this kid thinking that's your blood, mm. and then you find out it's not your blood, and then you start to look a little different. Then there's gonna be resentment towards the parent. Years, 18, Eighteen years. Eighteen years. <laughs> he found out on his birthday that those kids ain't his. Right. Something like that. Paraphrasing. You feel me? Um, got you for 18. And on his 18th birthday, you find out it won his. What? That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I actually, like, I, I actually do agree with this. And then, like, there are people that are like, but if you know without a shadow of a doubt that that's your baby father, then why would they take a paternity test? And it's like, so then take the test. If you know I without feel like a, shadow a, of a, a shadow of a doubt, this, I is, feel like this is who this person is, then just take the test. A paternity test is such 
Like, it's not an invasive procedure. It's not ruining anything. Like, if you don't have nothing to hide... Y'all doing all this Ancestry, 23andMe, X, Y, and Z, sending all this stuff up. You can't... A quick little cotton... And that's it. That's my child, period. And then if it's not, release them from the shackles of child support. (laughs) So you... Uh, but yeah, I actually, you know, I actually, uh, I agreed with that one. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. I like that. Okay. All right. We had a short I bendito for y'all. Let's close this section out and head over to our next section, which is Caldero Talk. All right, mi gente, welcome to Caldero Talk, which is a part of the show where we are going to give you the topic the meat the of what we are talking about the bulk of the show um a lot of the reason why y'all tune in but we gave you a lot in el chisme so we you know if you made it this far hey um yeah so we're gonna be talking about imposter syndrome and essentially um i when thinking about what i wanted to talk about this season i wanted to talk about something that was relevant to like myself and I think a lot of people, given, like, the rise of social media, and, like, I know we've been on a rise of social media for, like, for forever, um, but I feel like there is so much going on in this world right now and, like, what people are doing to remain relevant. Oh, my God, we didn't even talk about Lil Tay, that they faked uh, a publicity Nobody, Still nobody cares, girl. Yeah, I was like, what? But in light of that, you know, there are some claims that said that they did it because someone said one claim was like a, to try to revive their career. to try to revive their little five minutes of fame. And then another claim was like, oh, their account got hacked, whatever, what have you. However, it still sparked like a listen, the account hacking um, claims that these celebrities have is the same way I feel about the way y'all demand these apologies for them. And every apology is the same. I don't care for the celebrity apologies. I don't care for the account hackings. You said what you said. You did what you did. Stand up on it and own it. Period. So imposter syndrome is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally despite being high performing and external. 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 Is Ruben reading this? Right. Oh, my God. (laughs) Reading is fundamental Um, in objective ways. I'm going to do that one more time. Imposter syndrome is the condition of feeling anxious and not experiencing success internally despite being high performing in external objective ways. Um, So basically feeling like a fraud. Um, And for me, it started to come up because I'm in this new space. Um, within church and I'm looking around and I'm like, tag, like my praise isn't, isn't like that. Or, you know, I don't, I, I can't quote scripture, um, yet. Um, and it, it, it started to make me feel inadequate. And I was like, yo, I don't like this feeling. And I know I'm not the only person. I know that when it comes to being in new territory, it, it's easy to feel like you don't belong. Um, especially with me trying to like battle that I have social anxiety, that I suffer from social anxiety. I'm trying to fix my verbiage around that, that I suffer from it. But then it's like, I get around people I enjoy. And then I'm like this like fun person. And I'm like, why can't that just be me all the time? Like, why, why do, why do I feel like I have to shrink myself to be in these spaces that I don't feel like I'm supposed to be in? Um, and then I started to look at it 
in other areas as well because now it's like people know me from TikTok or Instagram or whatever and it's like oh but you're like really quiet in person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm socially selective um, you don't get that from me all the time but it it brought up like yo like I wonder how many people in media feel that way because it's like sometimes you think about it and you're like oh but you're like on the camera so you can't there's no way that you feel this way. And it's like, mm. I'm trying to get people to understand, like, me and my camera, it's just me. And all I have to do is hit submit. In life, that's not... Somebody's talking back to you. Yeah, someone has to talk back to you. Like, small talk, gagging. Why are we talking? Why are you talking to me? Like, I'm not understanding. I don't know what to talk about. You can ask me questions all you want, but I'm not typically one to start a conversation because... That's just not where my comfort lies. You can, but if you talk, I speak when spoken to. And I feel like my upbringing plays a huge role in why this is difficult for me now. Because, again, it was to be, to be seen and not heard as a kid. You know, speak when spoken mm. to. Um, and that now is true. Like, that is true. You feel me? Um, and now it's like, okay, people are looking for me to, to say this thing. And then it's, it was hard for me getting into the church because... I didn't realize how many people knew me from TikTok at this church. And it threw me off because I was like, yo, what? And now it's like there's almost like an expectation of like this personality. Granted, this it, it is my personality, but when I'm comfortable in certain spaces, I have to read the room before you get this level or this energy from me. That's just how I've always operated. I op operate in a very careful, careful manner wherever I'm at. Not everybody who says hi to you means to say hi to you. You just happen to be there. You know what I mean? Like, what I mean by that is, like, just because someone is speaking to you doesn't mean they actually want to talk to you. Like, I've met mm -hmm. people, and, they, and that goes for the church, too. Like, there are people that are still operating in the spirit of pride and ego and probably feel like you shouldn't get what you're getting because they've been there longer or they should be doing this, that, and a third or, oh, but I'm like this or I know this person, and it's like, who is this girl? So it's like that played a part. That also played a part in me being like, "Ooh, am I supposed to be here? Like, what? This is weird." Um, but you've been in the entertainment industry for quite a long time. Like, how do you? How I, does that play a part for you? How does that play a role? I think even in my personal life, I deal with imposter syndrome. I recently posted something like, "A lot of people expect me to be all lively and energy when they've only met me when I was drunk." And it's like, you only know me at the time when everyone around me is happy. Mm -hmm. You know, all of us are under an influence and we are all just like, love life. It's amazing. Waking up the next day, I know my life is not, well, my life is amazing, but I know that I'm not in that mindset of like, let me walk around and just be all hype. And, you know, I think that confuses a lot of people and I get labeled with like, you know, resting bitch face and all these things. And it's not that, it's just that like, I'm always in here. In here, I am. I'm operating of like, like when I I went to an album release party the other day, and I felt imposter syndrome because I was like, I, I'm like, I feel like people are expecting me to walk in and be like this lively person, the party. right? The party and shows up. not that anybody. Party? I'm not saying anybody there was expecting that. This is me in my mind. Yeah. And uh, I was with my friends, and I feel like my friends, you know, sometimes do, re like, rely on me because I know they, they battle with social anxiety. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, I'm more of the type that is, like, even if I'm a little sober, I'm just like, 
like I'm outside, I'm in public. Do you suffer from social anxiety, or just? It depends on the rooms. It I suffer I suffer from anxiety, yeah. but so social anxiety depends on the room. I'm really good with masking it. Yes. So this is what happens to me. Yeah. I suffer from social anxiety, but in those situations, it's sink or swim. Baby, I'm Michael Phelps. <laughs> I'm a swim. I'm gonna get from one end to the other, and then you you're not gonna have a single clue yeah. that any like I'm battling something on the inside. Well, when I get home though. When I get home, though, I completely fall apart. Like, I am like, yo, my social battery is tapped out. This ain't it. I need to retreat. I need to be in the dark. Like, I my, I need to recharge. I and, felt like that two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I've, I've noticed recently that, like, when, I, when it's time to go out, I find myself in this place of, like, I have to get drunk. I have to get drunk. I mean, I've worked on it because I haven't had, like, anybody driving for me. I've been, I mean, uh, I haven't been driving. I've been having people drive for me and just, like, giving myself the space to feel free to, to drink health, you know, in a healthy amount. But understanding that it's not my responsibility that you have a good time. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I can have a good time with or without you. You need to be able to do the same. And it's tough, though, because it, it to go into um, imposter syndrome, it's like sometimes I find myself in these spaces where I'm like, dang, do I have to play it up for everybody around me to like, hey, match my energy? Because like, if everybody's energy is low, what did I come out for? Right. Because, demon, I can right. have low vibrational energy in my house and be right. at peace. Like, what? And I get that. I feel like... Sometimes when when everyone's like, oh, I know, but come, but come. But then it's annoying because then you get the comments. Like how you are you okay? Are you, are you good? Like you how you know? were saying earlier, like when we were in PR and you and when Nina said no, I was just like, all right, cool. Like it, it's not gonna take away from my experience. You feel me? I'm gonna go and have what I'm gonna go do what I want to do right now. And I feel like a lot of people don't operate in that space. Yeah. They're like they require you to be there in order for them to know that they're going to have a good time. And that's something that you need to work with within you, yourself. I feel like with dance, some, a lot of the time I, I do feel like that. I feel like I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. even though I know my capabilities and I know what I've trained and what I've learned. I feel when I walk in a room full of dancers, I'm not worthy of being here. Mm. And I have to always do these self check-ins with myself yeah. and be like, like I'll go to the bathroom and just look in the... I, I do this a lot. I'll, I'll go my, to the I'll bathroom. Girl, you got this. Yeah, and I go in the mirror and I'm like, you deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there and yep. sulk. Don't sit there in any of this. We'll yep. talk about the rest tomorrow. But today, baby, you are here. Yep. You were brought to this room for a reason. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, remind yourself or stay observant to what's going on. Yep. And lately what I've been catching myself and telling myself is like, all right, don't do too much. You know, sometimes because of your anxiety, sometimes because of, you know, your depression or whatever, or to, or to be an avoidant person, mm-hmm. you'll do the most so that people attracted to you for the things that you want them to be attracted mm. to. But sometimes you just have to be real. Yeah. You know, and lately I've been telling myself, like, don't do too much. I went, like, I, that album released, like, I don't go out in Lawrence. You know what I mean? And it's like, to go out, I was already dealing with this pressure immensely inside of me, all day dreading it, dreading mm. it. But I wanted to show up to be, because I'm trying to show up in spaces and, like, 
you know, just being a cool person and supportive people. There are people out here that I support, and you know, and and yeah. I've had a check in with myself. Like I should be there. I should be there for their good times, right? Like, yeah. if I want that in return, I should be able to do that for people. Mm. You know, and yeah. instead of being a brat about it and be like, "Well, you never show up for me," let me show up for you. Let me show up for you a few times. Let me have that like yeah. that drop that ego real quick and just show up for you. But I was battling a lot because I'm like, I'm gonna walk into this room and I know that I'm gonna know handful of people and the interaction might not be what I'm expecting and but I had to remind myself well we're not going to hide in the alcohol we're not going to hide in a corner we literally got a seat in the middle like of the room so everyone can see me mm. like we reserved the table and it just so happened to be in the it middle a and I told it myself like I'm like this this is a sign like this is a sign like you needed to be seen. And I saw people did, did everyone run up and say hi? And this, no, it was the same old stuff that I've experienced before. But I, t I went up to people and I said, hi, because I'm like, who the fuck are you? Mm. That's humility right there. <laughs> like that's operating a humility, right? there. Like, and, and what I, what is more important to me is that when people speak on my name, they remember like, yo, Ruben never has an issue coming up and showing love and, I don't. I don't have an issue because I expect the same in return. You know what I mean? So I, I went up to people. I'm like, hi. Wait from people from across. Even though they were looking at me like, I'm like, how are you? Like, I have no problem, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Like, like, let's acknowledge each other. Let's, let's let that shit go. That, that, that mentality is so like, ugh. But yeah. having, having to deal with being in that room and, and being a podcaster who interviews upcoming artists and sitting there and being like, I hope no, this is me in my head. I hope nobody comes and asks me for my opinion. But in reality, I'm like, I had to remind myself, I'm like, you have a valid opinion, though. Yeah. Like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And yeah. I've shared with the artist, like, this is what I think works. This is what I think didn't work. Da -da 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 -da. And I always try to have some constructive criticism. Right. Why? Because when somebody asks you for their opinion, they want to hear something more than that was good. Yeah, I love that. Because yeah. everyone in the room is going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you, okay, there was a few songs in there that, you know, this and that and da da da. But this, now that, and with this, and, you know, and I, it's been working, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, this, this is just my life right now. I just keep, I'm operating in church right now. This is, this is where I can, I can keep coming back to. Um, it's, well, my, my pastor a couple weeks ago preached the word on humility and operating in that. And,. I was struggling with what he was saying because I was like, I don't like the word humility. And I was like, okay, Nina, why don't you like the word humility? And I was like, because it's only a couple letters short of the word humiliation. Mm. And I think that for me, when I'm operating in pride, it stops me from being uh, humble for fear of humiliation. Mm. So I can't operate in humility because I have a fear of humiliation. And... I think in these spaces, and I'm and I'm trying to put myself in these spaces because I know that I have to get in community. I know that, you know, when I decided to, you know, walk with God and, and especially get baptized, that there was just, there were certain things that couldn't come with me in this journey and a lot of things that I have to shed. And this is why it's been a battle for me because it's easy for me to be like, no, I don't want to go to that. No, I'm not going to go because it, it brings me anxiety. It makes me anxious being in social settings. And I never want to be that person that knows one person and then I want to f I follow them around like a puppy dog. Mm. Like I don't, I will sit, I, I've become comfortable 
but being able to sit by myself if I have to um, and let people come to me. And it's not in like a, like, you know, who are, like, who are you? Like that is, it's just not yeah. similar to what we said. Like, yo, who are you? And I'm now getting comfortable with, if I see someone like walking up to me, like, hey, how are you? Um, but in this space right now, I can almost feel, no, not almost, I can feel how some people are around me. And it, I hate that it's happening where it's happening. Um, I wasn't raised in church. I didn't leave church. I was never church hurt. Um, that's not my experience. I'm not about to sit here and make a testimony sound more elaborate than it needs to be. That's not my testimony. Mm. Um, I just, at the past, was like, I don't want to get up and go. Mm. That's just what that was. I don't want to get up at 7 o'clock on a Sunday. I want to sleep in. And when I was of age to make that decision, I stopped going to church. Um and so now that I'm at my age now, I'm like, I'm making the conscious decision to an effort to be here. And there are certain rooms. I remember, yo, this is crazy. I said one day on stage, I was in worship, people were praying and I had, I said to God, uh, prepare yourself though. Uh, before you say this prayer, I said, God, let my name be mentioned in rooms. I have not yet walked into that week. I get a DM and I was fasting from social media. Something said, yo, check your, check your message requests. So I go on. And I see I have a message from somebody from church. I was like, hey, we just had our creative meeting. Your name got brought up. We we're wondering if you can help us do this thing. What? <laughs> hmm? Sure. When? Tomorrow. Noon. What? Like, this ain't even 24 hours. Like, this, what? Ain't no way. So I ended up doing it. I went. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, it wasn't well received by certain members i don't know who this person is uh, but it was brought to my attention that someone had saw that i was a part of uh of this this said media um within the church and they were upset because they were like who is who is this girl who is nina like she's only been here for a little bit amount of time i've been here for forever and how is she getting on to these things girl if you would have just asked me i would have told you and i'll tell you the prayer that i said God, please allow for my name to be mentioned in rooms that I have not walked into yet to afford me opportunities. You feel me? Like, and I, and, and just that, like the person that told me we were just in conversation and they didn't tell me who it was, um, which I'm grateful for. Um, cause they don't know that I operate in, but a sometimes space. you don't need to know who it is. You just need to hear the message. Right. And then it gave me confirmation that like, you're where you're supposed to be. Mm. You're, you're doing what you're supposed to do. God orchestrated this. Can't anybody argue with that? No one can argue with that. Me being in the worship team, that was God orchestrated. I did not, like, I didn't audition. I did not audition, and I said this in the past. I didn't audition. Hmm. Someone reached out to me and said, hey, would you be willing to do this thing? I later find out that somebody from the church had sent a video of me singing to this person, and this person reached out to me. I never expressed interest in worship. I've been on the worship team since April now. And now is when the battle is starting to happen because I'm like, am I supposed to be up here? Dang, I'm not holding my note. Dang, they gonna kick me out. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm struggling staying in a three-part harmony. Um, you know, maybe this isn't for me. Am I taking the opportunity away from somebody else? Um, and it's, it's been tough. Like I've like, I and I don't. I have a couple friends that I've made in the church, but like, I don't want to feel gossipy. I don't want to feel 
um, like I'm starting drama. So like I haven't really said much because I'm like, I want to vent, but where is the line? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Now we and then I had to I had to draw the line for myself. I was like, no, you can vent. But once you start attacking somebody's character, now you gossiping. Now you talking that ish. Like, you need to just state the facts. This happened. This made me feel this way. How are we going to get, like, how, like, there's layers to it. Once you get into, like, nah, that's why your breasts stink and that's why this and that. You know, you're doing too much. Um, but with that, like, it's been a real, it's been a, it's, this is the most I've ever felt imposter syndrome in my life is in the church right now. And I know people are going to say like, oh, you're being attacked. Like you're, you're being attacked. Like spiritually you're being attacked and this is why you feel that way. Um, and I think that I was looking for more community that's like, nah, we're going we gonna to pray. We're going to pray over you. This is, this is what's going to happen because you can't feel this way. You can't feel, God put you here. You can't. We can't. This can't be how you feel. Um. And it sucks that a lot of these feelings are happening and taking place where I want to feel safe. Mm. And then I realized it actually was an awakening for me because I was like, this is why people leave. This is why people leave and turn away from the church. Oh, nah. <laughs> Some got to be done because what? Yo. And then it's like, this. there's a culture of people that are church hurt and then if like you're in the church and you know that there is a culture of people being church hurt how are you not doing your damnedest to make sure that that is not somebody's testimony when they are in this place check your ego check your prop operate in that humility you're gonna lose a lot of good people i ain't going nowhere because baby i got thick skin i was built for this i got thick skin what what do you think you can do to kind of conquer that imposter syndrome? I need to be in the rooms more. I need to feel feel more comfortable in the spaces and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people operate in that, and I I know that for me, like when I'm in a new space, I'm just like that. I used to be this, the type to observe. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like just. I always just keep telling myself, just be yourself. Just yeah. be yourself because, like, people, for some reason, gravitate towards it. People like it. I'm here with it. I'm cool with it. Mm. You know? And I just, you know, always remind myself, no expectations. Mm. I'm not here to... I'm not here... I'm just here to, ch- to be in the room. Like, I'm here to chill. Yeah, listen, I was called to be here. So yeah, so it's like... I don't know how you got here, but I know how I got here. I couldn't. You. Ooh. I don't know why I have my alarms on. Sunday um but yeah so I mean I would be doing a disservice in where I'm at right now in my life if I didn't speak on where I'm at in my life like I could have talked about a moment from my early 20s when I felt the way that I felt and you know it took me I had to think about what I wanted to talk about today and and once Ruben was like I liked imposter syndrome and I, I my butthole got a little tight. I ain't gonna hold you. I was like, am I ready to talk about why I felt like that? Because I understand that with with this new journey came new followers, came new people, people from the church. And I was like, am I really about to speak my truth? And these people know the spaces that I operate in and what I'm talking about. And I almost didn't even want to bring it up. I was like, oh, that's the topic. Bro, I gave you a list. That's the one you chose. Dang, why did I, I should have removed it. I, I, removed I it. mean, I just feel like that. I feel like 
I'm in a space in my life where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm entering my last year at this job with the dancing and I some like I was going through that recently. I was like watching the videos and I'm like, why do you deny? Like, why do you doubt yourself so much? When mm -hmm. look at what you've pr been able to produce. And I was sitting with some friends and they were like praising me. And I was just like, wow, I never looked at it like that. They're like, yo, you came back and you took some kids and put them on the map, baby. That just, you know, we're like, you I like to, to dance. This. Yeah. And you I was like, to this. that is your gifting. And it was dealing with that. Like I've always just operating in that imposter space of like, I don't, I don't think I'm good enough for this. I don't think I'm good enough. And, you know, I've been working on conquering that of just being like, no, fuck that. I deserve. Yeah. I deserve. Why? Cause I work. Mm -hmm. I work. I do what I need to do. I'm disciplined with what I need to do it and how I need to do it. Yeah. You know, but I do, there is space to grow and there's space to learn and there's space to be authentically you. Period. You know what I'm saying? I, um, I think the best way to overcome imposter syndrome is to point it out. I say it all the time. Once you can name it, you can tame it. Mm. Um, and I, when I was baptized, if you guys saw the video on my Instagram, um, pastor had prophesied over me. And he said, like, God's pleased with you. God has called you, has given you a grace to influence and there have been times where people have told you, you know, be quiet, don't say that. Why you gotta say this? Why you gotta say that? Why you gotta talk? Why are you talking so much? And that was a battle. Cause like I've had people come up to me in public that was like, hey, when you said this or when you said that, like, and I would always say, like, oh yeah, like, I'm, I'm in my everyday life. Don't talk to me about my podcast. Don't talk to me about my social media. I'm in my, this is my life. Like, what I said there, enjoy it there. This is where I operate. And it's like, no, you open the floodgates. You're supposed to do this thing. I think I told you guys. Um, I definitely talked about it. I was supposed to start a podcast with two other people before Ruben got to me. I bought the equipment in good faith. I was like, all right. I bought the laptop. I bought this microphone three years ago. Um, and was the one that was like, all right, let's get it started. Let's talk about let's talk about that. Nobody knew what to talk about. And then it was mm. me carrying it. And then I was like, all right, clearly there's something out here I'm supposed to do. But I don't think it's with y'all. I don't think it's with y'all. The growth isn't going to happen with y'all. And looking back, I was upset because I really wanted it to work with these other people. I was never going to grow the way that I grew when I got with Ruben. That, like, and now I can see it and be like, that would have ended very quickly. And nothing would have come of that. And you would not have been a better person. I probably would have become more bitter post that. Mm. But since this, I've become a better person. And now I feel like because I'm in a, a whole new headspace, a whole new, and you know, Ruben is as well. Like we're just not the same people we were when we started. I say this all the time and it's like, yo, if you're new here, please go back and listen because this podcast in itself is a testimony. You hear every, all the hurt, all of everything that we've been through. And then you hear it now and we're like, yeah, no, it was kind of messed up. You know, <laughs> I definitely part in that, you know, I was sure. going through you know? stuff. You know um, so it's tough. Um, and, you know, after my pastor had said that, like, it really clicked for me. Like, this is why you do what you do. So embrace it because you've been called to it. Now I have to handle it more carefully than I was. I already started to end of season five, definitely season six. Um, se season seven is definitely, like, this is where, this is the new space we operate in. Mm. Let's not go backwards. We can reminisce. We can tee-hee about it. But let's not let it bring you back um, you know, to where the message gets lost in the mm, shuffle yeah. because of it. Um, but imposter syndrome is a real thing. I urge you to call it out. And if this is the first time you're hearing about it, 
You're welcome. Mm. Uh, we try to be educational here sometimes. We might fumble fumble a little bit through the wording, but it's okay. We get there. We get there. When it took us two hours. We are not professionals, y'all. You know what I mean? Just um, professional podcasters. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, I really hope that you are able to look internally. Um, as we have demonstrated here, we are constantly doing the work offline. Um, and then when we get online, you can see it. We can talk about it. We can shed some light on it. Um, so if you are in a new season of wherever you're at right now and you feel like you don't belong, understand that you were put there for a reason. Mm. You were afforded that opportunity because there is something that's supposed to come from that thing mm. that you have been placed in. And do not let the naysayers stop you from whatever it is that you've been called to do, whether it's in entertainment, whether it's in the music realm, the dance realm, even at work, media, even at work. There is so much around right now we've talked about this in the past where it's like oh be an entrepreneur an entrepreneur entrepreneur there are some people that are okay with taking direction and being worker bees hi i'm one of them i do not know what to do with unstructured time i need it to be structured in order for me to be successful and if you have not heard it yet today mi gente i'm gonna tell you right now you are okay in the job that you have if that is what is bringing you your joy. Do not let social media tell you that you're miserable if that's not how you woke up feeling. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, <laughs> delete, unfollow that account that told you and put you in that headspace. If you woke up with gratitude, if you woke up with grace, if you woke up with understanding that you were here to do something and you were going to execute a task when you get to work that day, execute that task and do not let anybody deter you or de- distract you from reaching that goal at the end of the day if you can leave your job and understand that you put forth the energy you need to put forth you made somebody smile you made somebody laugh just by your presence just by walking into a room if you were able to do that thing and you can go home that night and and sit back and say i had a successful day do not let social media tell you that because you you slept for eight hours tonight you're not successful Mm. successful people sleep that's true you need to rest in order to show up for yourself and other people. You can't operate on an empty cup. Pour into people, but also make sure you're being poured into. If you can sit there and say that the people that you're with are pouring into you and you're pouring into them, that's beautiful. If your job is pouring into you and you're pouring into them, that's beautiful. Do not let social media trick you into thinking you have to quit your nine to five to be successful and make millions of dollars if that is not what you have been called to do. Now, if you have been called to do that, Get your ass up and work. Get your ass up and work. <laughs> one. Nobody wants to work these days. And two, girl. And two. <laughs> and two. Make sure that you are surrounded with a community of people that has your back when you try to venture out, when you right. want to venture out. People that will pour into you during this venture you're about to take. Do not let social media distract you from what right. you're doing right, right now. Because at the end of the day, we still need doctors. We still need lawyers. We still need electricians. We need plumbers. We, we need can't all be baddies. You, but you can be bad in what you do, okay? You can be the best at what you do with what... I want to do the best for what I got. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> don't let social media distract you into thinking that you have to quit and do all these oh, things and start this thing. I However, also do not let the fact that there are X amount of people doing this thing stop you from doing that Absolutely. same thing. Absolutely. Walk in the room and know that what you're offering in a room full of duplicates is an original. And on that note, <laughs> let's take let's, it on over to the last section, which is a reposar.
All right, mi gente. Welcome to Reposar, which is the part of the show where we are going to just relax. I know we gave you a lot. This is a this is a long episode back. We typically don't go longer than this, but there was just so much to catch you guys up on, and we were just so excited to be back for season seven. And if you're a new listener, Siete. hey, what's up? Welcome to the party. Your favorite primo and prima are here to carry you through this thing that we call life, baby. Yes, honey. And we're going to laugh and fumble our way through it, but at the end, we gonna be laughing for sure, um, but yeah. So this is just the part of the show where we are going to give you any quotes, any announcements, affirmations. Um, I do want to give a lot a, to digest. Yeah. So we're just gonna. I want to give a shout out to a few people who have hit me up through Instagram or Threads, asking when we're coming back, asking what's the status of the show. Um, we quit. <laughs> we, we back, y'all. It's not like that for a little bit. Thank you for didn't. checking in. It yeah. did make me feel like what we're doing is yeah. worth yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. it just, yeah, it made me light up the fire a little bit and be like, so we got to get back in the studio. Um, but my quote is, minds, um, watch how picky you get after you start healing. And I feel like that right there, like, sums up the season of my life that I'm in right now of just like, I don't like that no more. I don't want to do that no more. And it's like, I've just realized a lot about myself and I'm just now in the state a space of like, you need to start doing shit that makes you happy, baby boy, because esta vida, it only comes once and time is ticking. Mm. Time is ticking. Baby. Yeah, no, definitely huge shout out to all the people that have reached out. Like, yo, when is it coming back? I'm like, yo, we on hiatus. We tired. We, we get this, tired. This comes out of our pockets. You mm. feel me? Like, and sometimes the pockets hurt a little bit, so we kind of take a break. <laughs> the pockets hurting right now? You know, <laughs> um, but by the grace of God, <laughs> our savings. We were allowed in the building. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about tomorrow, um, so we're going to get this edited and posted. As far as a quote, I don't have a quote. I just, just how I ended out, I ended up, got a little talk, um, Understand that you are where you're supposed to be right now, whether it's at the top of the mountain or we're in the valley. At some point, at some point, we're going to get to the mountain. But while you're in the valley, enjoy. It's, it's hard to say enjoy it, but you're going to look back and say, oh, dang, I did that. I did that. I got through that. Right. Whatever, however you get through it, you're going to get through it. Um, I just, I feel led to say that. So whether you're at, you're at the whether you're in the valley or you're in the mountain, on the mountaintop, at some point, the journey's going to keep going. You just got to keep looking forward and put one foot in front of the other. All right, y'all. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe if you made it to this part of the video. And if you are listening to us on all DSPs, make sure you guys leave a comment and rate. It helps out the show. It helps us push the show a little bit Ooh, more DSP, out there. DSP, digital streaming platforms? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'd be smart or whatever. Um, but on that note, my name is Rosales and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. Stay blessed, mi gente. Oh. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.